Welcome, Welcome to the Nightly Rant with your hosts, Mike and Toria. This is the show where we examine society from a sarcastic point of view. If you like insane conversations, this is definitely the show for you. Let's get into today's topic. YPN people, I don't know about you, but I love helping out a friend. That's why I want to shout out my friend Brian Little and his podcast, Your favorite blockhead. This is the only show that manages to weave together peanuts and MMA into one heck of an amazing podcast. You can find your favorite blockhead wherever your favorite podcasts reside and at yourfavoriteblockhead.com. Do me a huge favor and listen to Brian's show. You'll be entertained and you'll help out a friend. Now, as I said, let's get into today's topic. Well, we have half as many foster doggies. Yes. The beans is still here. He's currently laying on the floor chewing on a ball. Which means who left? Stub man. Stubster got adopted. Like super adopted. Like very first meet and greet. And she was so in love with him she took him home from the meet and greet. She drove two hours to get here just to meet him just to meet him and she had already pretty much fallen in love with him from his pictures yeah i think so too and she showed up she had a crate with her she had leashes with her to try out and collars but the most adorable thing and i'm going to post the pictures in the show notes was whenever we adopt out a dog we always take an adoption photo at least one Right. Usually multiple. And and so she she was gonna take the the photo and Val was there, so Val took the pictures and Val's real good at getting pictures out of dogs she gets in the, the first place. Best pictures she gets some video. really good pictures. Mm-hmm. And she got um Stubby to like be held by the woman. And you know, Stubby does what Stubby does, and he turns around and he kisses her. He's like, Oh, you're gonna hold me, I'm gonna tongue your face. And she got the best smile on her face and just this look of joy like overcame pure joy. her. Like, it really, it, it's going to sound weird, okay? And some people might get upset that I'm going to say this, but I actually felt happier for the lady than I did for the dog. Well, she's a little old lady. She lives on... <laughs> hey! No! No! Don't believe that just happened. That ought to sound interesting. (laughs) Can't wait to see what I can make out of that. Intro background sound. So, anyway, like she's this older, she's this little bit older lady. She lives all by herself, and she has a house with a yard, and. She seemed very lonely. Like she had had a dog before. Her dog passed away in January. And her dog passed away in January. And she just seemed really lonely and sad. Like really she did. She had this big stack of all the leeches and harnesses from her old dog. And she was just the sweetest person. And the dog loved her. But I felt so good for her. Now she has a companion who's just a real sweetheart. She was so excited to get this baby. And he and he's such a good dog. 
unlike certain dogs around here named Beans. But but she got such a great dog. She did. He's a real sweetie. And I think they're like a match made in heaven. So we'll see. He's a sweet little old dog and a sweet little old lady. How can you go wrong? Yeah, it's so nice. You know, when you want to talk about cute and humorous. <laughs> we did drive all the way up to the hellish side of California and back in Why one weekend. Hellish? This because that's where most of the crazies live. That's okay, but it's beautiful up there. Which is why it's hellish. Anyway, you asked a question. I gave you my answer. I'm glad your perspective is different, but mine is that it's hellish. No, you agree that it's beautiful. But it's and hellish. And I agree that there's crazy people, so we're good. But it's hellish. Anyway, we went to the hellish side, and we had the Libertarian Convention for California. And, you know, it was... I didn't know what exactly to expect because, of course, Northern California has more active libertarians than Southern California. So, I mean, I thought there was a high likelihood that it would be like jam packed and it wasn't jam packed, but it was pretty crowded. Apparently, it was their best Northern convention attendance ever. And there was like, what, 165, 170 people there or something like that when they were counting it. Delegates, there was anyway. 35 delegates. Yeah, and there so. was quite a few of us who were not delegates. Yeah, there's probably double that. So you're probably talking almost 300 people. That's a lot of people. I think but, it's pretty good. But, you know, long and short of it, we go there, and it's mostly business meetings. Uh-huh. And then we meet a guy who's running for president in 2020. We, didn't, we did not meet said guy. We went to that party thing upstairs. And I was awkwardly standing in the corner because it makes me really uncomfortable. Because it's you. And, you know, people. Because it's you. And this dude, this dude, he looks like, I don't know, That's like right. he lives in a swamp. I forgot how we met. <laughs> and he, like, comes up to me and corners me. And he's, like, whispering at me. And I caught that his name started with a V, but that was it. And he had, like, crazy marijuana breath. And I was kind of like, bro. <laughs> Crazy marijuana. I don't want to smell your breath. You don't want to smell what he was just cooking? Pretty much. And like, I, he was not super sober. Like, he was like stumbling all over himself. And he's telling me he was looking for the endorsement of that whatever group of people. Because he was running for president. And I was like, okay. I'm going to uh, just make a beeline for David who's standing over there. I wonder if they endorsed him. I'm not sure they announced whether they're endorsing anybody yet or not. I don't think so. But his name... Hold up. Hold up. Sounds like a Taco Bell meal. Katie, are you listening? We met a Taco Bell meal in the flesh. A real Taco Bell meal in the flesh. Just as exciting as expected. It was. You want to know what the Taco Bell meal's name was? Can I tell them his name? Yes. Okay. His Taco Bell meal bearing name, and this was his actual name, was Vermin, as in the critter, Supreme. Legal name. That's how he ran for president. As in Supreme Taco, Nacho Supreme. (laughs) Um, So then the next day, I pointed him out to you. And I was like, this dude, he's running for president. He makes glitter ties for a living. And he gives out bumper stickers. And I found his glitter ties because he was like hanging them on the wall. And they're like, I don't know, the ugliest ties you could buy from Goodwill. And he's glittered, glittered 
Vermin Supreme on them. They were magical. Yeah. He signed I his freaking signature. loved them. Yeah, he was, he was an interesting dude. But see, here's the thing we discussed when we were there, okay? There's the people who are just flat-out lunatics. Like, they have zero clue that they're not like anybody else and that nobody really supports them, etc. Then there's the people like Vermin Supreme who you get the feeling that he knows full well he's not going to win for president, but he thinks perhaps maybe just kind of sort of for some people they might relate a little bit to the humor that he's trying to put into the situation mm-hmm. and rethink their lives a little bit. Did you did I tell you? Did I tell you the part that he Okay, so I told you the whole story about how he cornered me and he had marijuana breath. We just heard that part yes. about a second ago. Yes. Should the I irony should I just of it echo it for you? Is his platform that he's running on is promoting toothbrushing. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. It's going to make it a, the law that you must brush your teeth. That was the funniest thing because it was just so ironic that I was immediately offended by him breathing on me. It, it, it was weird. But my point is, like, this guy was not a loon bag. Like, he. I think he was kind of making fun of the system. I think so too. Kind and of I, how I was, take it. He was a genuinely nice dude. Yeah. Like, super nice. And then. And then you tell them about the monsters. I told them about Vermin. No, I opened up about Okay, so there's a dude. Is there? This dude. I, what dude? Somebody said we were standing in a gaggle of people. Gaggle and somebody people. said hello to him as he walked by said and hello. said his name. And I was like, why do I recognize that name? Like somebody has told me about this dude before. Mm-hmm. And then I like racked my brain. All afternoon. You didn't go to the Google? And then we went to the Google. And I Googled his name. What was his name, by the way? Starchild. So this dude made national headlines in 2016 because he showed up to the Libertarian National Convention wearing a see-through raincoat and a Speedo because he wanted to promote transparency. Yep. The article also... <laughs> The article also went on to say that he's a male prostitute from San Francisco. Yeah, he's a sex worker is what it actually said. Well, I researched a little farther. Understood, but it said he's a sex worker. And that and that um, talked about like some of the other outfits he wore. And I was like, well, that's fun. That's interesting. And so then the weekend progressed with that dude. And the day next day comes along, and he comes dressed as a butterfly. But like day one, he was dressed pretty normal. He's wearing yeah. like a black tank top and like he was kind of flamboyant. Pants. He was kind of flamboyant, yeah. But not a butterfly. <laughs> but then he too, like he kept getting up and like making. He was super intelligent. And things. He was like super knowledgeable about everything. He had a set of opinions. And he was really, really nice and respectful. So I've come to the conclusion that the people who seem the weirdest from the outside are actually the nicest libertarians. I think you have to take the time to get to know people is the lesson that I'm learning about that. Like, yeah. like, okay, this whole thing that we're doing right now, that we're working through, you know, it's trying to change your mindset about things, right? And 
one of the things you're trying to change your mindset about is pre-qualifying people as to whether or not they'll be a customer, how much they'll be willing to pay, etc. Mm-hmm. We pre-qualify them because what we forget is that if they're interested enough in us that we're having a conversation with them about working, a rate won't be the deal breaker. You right. can say, I'm going to charge you $150 an hour. And they're like, that's way more than I want to pay. And you say, well, what was it that you wanted to pay? Guess what's going to happen? You're probably going to get paid more than what you would have had you set the rate. Right. And they're going to be usually like. Usually you can meet in the middle. And then they're going to be like, yeah, I'll pay you 50. All right, deal. Got a deal for 50. But the point was, maybe you would have said 30 because it's what you're used to getting. And they would have said, sure, I'll take 30. You get $20 more. You know, you have to ask for what you feel like you're worth. And that's one of the things I think we always do is we pre-qualify. And, we, right. we, and it's, just, okay, now, why did I mention the pre-qualifier? You're probably sitting there like, oh my God, he's such a lunatic. He's talking about something that has absolutely nothing to do with what we're talking about. Of course it has something to do with what we're talking about. Because if we pre-qualified Vermin and Starchild Creature Guy, we would have thought they were crazy. And we would have gotten that in our head. And no matter what they did, we could have witnessed the exact same scenario as we witnessed in the weekend. But if we went into it pre-qualifying them as cuckoos, we would have saw them as cuckoos. And that's the power of suggestion in your brain. That dude who was running for chair seemed like, if you were to just look at him, he looks like a normal businessman type. Yeah. And there was literally nothing normal about any words that came out of his face. No. But that Starchild guy, he looks like a lunatic. And everything he said was super well thought out. And Well, but the thing about all of like that first guy you just mentioned running for chair. Yeah. No surprise that in this day and age, there's a pretty large group of people that have that guy's back. Like they agree with him. Now, I'm going to tell you that I think I'm not sure that there's an age limit for being a delegate. So maybe that's why he had his kids there, so they could freaking vote for him. Well, there wasn't a citizenship requirement. Wow, I got to check into that. That would be interesting. I'll make an expose on, on Liberty Revealed about how the bro brought his kids so that he could vote for them. Well, but whatever. Um, they didn't can't get say, vote, though. They can't just say sat that. there like I did. Okay, that's good. But I'd be interested to know if they could have. Well, yeah. But it, the guy? No. The guy was um, kind of over the top. And like one of those people who asks questions that he knows the answer to because he's hoping you... He's hoping that his answer is 26 and you say 25. And you're like, well, wh- wh- why are you hiding the dollar, the extra dollar? Why are you hiding that? It was it was 26, not 25. He kept trying to show that all the people who were currently up there were completely incompetent by having all these like facts and figures that nobody gives a shit about. And then he would be like, what is the square root of 97.6? And then they would be like, well, I can include that in my supplemental report. And he'd be like, it's okay. I have the answer right here. Well, yeah, because he's trying to catch them in a lie. Right. 
but but not even a lie. Like I said, he's the type that if his number came out to twenty six seventeen, and you said, "Oh, it was twenty six because you know you're getting to the nearest dollar," he'd be like, "No." Why are you hiding the 17 cents? The 17 cents is very relevant. You need the 17 cents. You must mention the 17 cents. Why didn't you mention the 17 cents? That's how it would go. That's not how it would go. That's how it did go. It, it, it was sad, actually. I think that guy's an entire conversation. Yeah, for it, was, it was super sad. Oh, my God. But if we want to get into the negative people. Well, that's for another night because, yeah. you know, tonight's kind of positive night. Positivity. Holy, holy shit. Do I have a rant about one specific dude that would help that convince you guys in our next topic of Interesting. <laughs> you know, because I was annoyed. You know, you know, what I find interesting, though, is the people that we hung out with. We're more our kind of people. Like we talk yeah. about when we go to the local events, there's people we like to hang out with, and then there's people we just don't want to be around. I liked all of the people we interacted with a lot. Yeah. And that includes Vermin Supreme. Yeah. No, I oh, I totally agree with you. Because anybody who thinks I'm being sarcastic about how much I like Vermin Supreme it's crazy. Like, I follow that dude on Instagram with my personal Instagram account. Like, that's yeah, how much a, I like him. He was him. a nice dude. <laughs> he was a really nice dude. If I could vote for president, I would probably vote for And guys, and guys, you know, here's the, th- here's the proof of the bias that goes on, though. He got one vote the last time he ran as a libertarian. Yes. He's run as a Republican and a Democrat. And in both elections, got several hundred votes. Like 236 when he ran as a Democrat. But he's running as a libertarian, he gets one vote. There's a bias. Total bias. But it is what it is. And you know, I I wanted to mention again the the whole mindset thing because hmm, (laughs) sounds weird to say this since we're talking about mindset, but I was thinking about it when I was doing my planning on, on Sunday night and there's so many little things that you do that you don't really realize. And it's why they have that whole morning formula where you're supposed to like, you know, um, journal for, you know, whatever amount of time you say, it could be five minutes, it could be a minute, it could be 10 minutes, it could be whatever you want. And, you know, think about what's going on in your, business and your life right because remember when i told you i read that book about high performance habits Uh and the guy said you have to be deliberate Uh that's what they're basically trying to tell you is you have to be deliberate about you want to be more successful you're going to need to read affirmations you're going to need to write down your thoughts and think them through and analyze them and and fix behaviors you're going to need to try to identify issues that are blocking you and like one thing that's very intriguing is that the system even relies upon a facebook group and that facebook group has taught me more to to understand the system than the original video did well yeah 
Yeah, because these are people who taking their own interpretation the videos videos from anybody there there's always room for interpretation right and so these are people who've taken that room for interpretation and made it work well yet that's the ingenious aspect of the system yeah is it's kind of a one size fits all and i think that's why they left things kind of ambiguous in some spots because they're trying to make their system apply to pretty much any type of business. And because they left it ambiguous, it does. Well, and the important stuff is stuff anyone can do. Like, for instance, you have to analyze your mindset. Where, where, am, I, where am I falling off the wagon? Um, you have to do the posting things you have to do. Anyone can do that. I am, I am not the greatest copywriter in the world, but I'm going to get better by doing this on a regular basis. Of course. And you try different approaches. You know, am I going to be salesy? Am I going to be a little more homey? You know, you try what works and see who interacts. And some people interact, some people don't interact. People seem to like stories. Yes. The two posts that I posted that got the most interaction were stories. One was about the client that couldn't be helped. And the other was about the donut. People loved those two posts. Well, that's because the beginning of the story hooks them in and they have to read the entire thing. By the time you've committed to reading somebody's entire post, you're going to leave a reaction. Well, yeah, and you know, the donut one was 100% written while waiting for the kids this morning. And it's a great, true story. Well, I'll have to go read it. It happened. And well, what I'm getting at is practicing this over and over and over and over. It's just kind of starting to become second nature. Like, I'll be like, oh, I need to post a post. And stop. I'll write one up. And then you get to the point where you write up like 10 or 20 of them. Right. Leave, and just throw them in there. And then you'll have somebody else post them for you. Yeah. And that's heading that way quickly. <laughs> right. And yeah. you can recycle them and all that good stuff. Now we've digressed. And by the way, talking. freaking Twitter still has not responded to me about the issue. Dude, Twitter's never going to respond to you because they don't give a shit. Pretty much. Well. It's smarter if you can suck it. Want to hear something interesting? Sure. Yogi told beans. Good night, everyone. Hasta le bye-bye. Thank you for listening to The Nightly Rant. If you enjoyed the show, please give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts or Google Play. If you didn't enjoy the show, please just ignore that previous request for a rating. This has been a Yogi's Podcast Network production.